Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite. Welcome to Analog Drones in the Temple of Film. I'm Steve. And I'm Matt. And we're here doing our mini-sode number two. Yes, we're going to talk about some stuff we saw recently that isn't tape-related. We're going to double down. We've got two of them. The first one we're going to start off with here is The Babysitter, which is available on Netflix. All right, tomorrow night, you, me, party. What up, Steve? B, call us if there's any trouble, okay? Cole, don't cause any trouble. I bet B has boys over at your place all the time. That's what babysitters do. Seriously, have you ever been awake after she's fallen asleep? And I'll read the synopsis for you right here. Cole loves his babysitter, B. She's hot, funny, and popular. One night, in a moment of defiance, Cole secretly stays up past his bedtime to discover she's actually a cold-blooded killer. Oh! Uh, who's in the league with the devil. He now must spend his night evading B's band of killers who will stop at nothing to prevent Cole from spilling their deep, dark secret. It's up to Cole to survive the night and blow up a few people along the way. All right, man, what'd you, uh, what'd you think? Well, I mentioned this on another episode. Also, sorry, I'm sick, so if I sound like garbage, that's why. But I'm here because I love you guys, and I appreciate you listening, so I'm still here nonetheless. Um, I mentioned it on another episode. Uh, I love this movie. Um, it's probably going to be one of my favorites of the year. Uh, it's up there with It for me. Um, it, it just... It captures it captures something that movies don't capture today, which is just like a who the hell cares, let's just go for it type of energy um, that I don't think it would have gotten made if it wasn't for Netflix. Uh, and I, I, it's it's a cool movie. I really like it a lot. Now, is this going to be one of your best like horror films of 2017 or just one of your best in 2017? I mean, I don't really, I guess uh, I don't do like a best of. I do like my favorites, you know, so I, you know, there's a difference there, I guess. But uh, it'll definitely be favorites of any genre for this year, for yeah. sure. I, I too thought it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, when I first put it on, I didn't see the trailer that they provided on Netflix or YouTube or anything like that. All I heard was someone talked about it in a podcast, and they're like, oh, I really like this. So I put it on my list and watched it. So there were certain things in that movie that I did not see coming at all. But afterwards, when I knew we were going to talk about it, I said, oh, what the hell? I'm going to watch the trailer. They kind of give away a lot in that trailer. Good. <clears throat> I didn't watch it either. <laughs> so yeah, I, um, if you haven't watched it yet, don't watch the trailer then, I guess. Uh, I find that becoming a common theme with me. I want to watch <clears throat> trailers less and less. Yeah, I don't want Unless it's a teaser, I don't watch trailers unless I'm in the movie theater. And you have no choice. And I have no choice. <laughs> or if it's just like a straight-up teaser, like the Deadpool dropped today. I watched that. You know, it was a teaser trailer. So it didn't give anything away from the movie. Uh, but... 
Yeah, I Babysitter falls, I think, in this new sort of genre that's coming up uh, that I think is sort of this... I'll, I'll ride the trajectory here. I think it kind of started with Zombieland. Text on screen, fast-paced, the mixing of the comedy and the horror. Mm-hmm. And I think filmmakers then looked to uh, particularly uh, Edgar Wright's Scott Pilgrim and that energy. Is it Edgar Wright's movies have a ton of energy uh, to begin with, but like the way they did Scott Pilgrim uh, was a kind of a new thing. So I feel like, like these filmmakers like... Uh, Joseph Conrad did Detention, or I'm thinking of uh, another movie, Freaks of Nature, uh, that sort of borrow from both like Zombieland and Scott Pilgrim, but put them in the horror genre to almost make like a poppy horror thing. Um, and like I mentioned, Detention and Freaks of Nature, I think Babysitter is sort of the next step in that. Um, saw another movie this past weekend at a, at a film festival here uh, called Tragedy Girls. That is another one of my favorites now this year. That totally also falls into this subgenre of like this poppy horror or this like sort of frenetic horror comedy genre. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Uh, I think they've found something here for a nice little niche. Uh, you know, I don't think our moms are going to be out running around seeing these or anything. No, no, this but is like definitely that a- under. 30 maybe under 40 crowd it's kind of like catching on to that uh, where you can blend two genres like that so well and you're right the energy yeah the, the energy i think is what sets these movies apart from other horror comedies they're frenetic they're just like it's, yeah. it, it, every second something is happening well, um this was directed by mick g which i i had i don't like a lot of his films i i've liked a few uh and i know he's done a lot of tv too mm. so there's a good chance there's stuff out there that I do like of his. Uh, I'm most of what I boil him down to is that Kevin Costner movie and uh, Charlie's Angels too. So maybe that's unfair because yeah, that's, once I saw that's this, garbage. <laughs> once I saw this, I was like, well, this guy seems like he's knows what he's doing. What what the hell was I seeing in Charlie's Angels too? But you know that's old news. Uh, I did think the two stars of this, Samara Weaving and Judah Lewis. Uh, Judah Lewis is the little kid. Uh, he, I mean, he, he played fine. He never annoyed me, which is the key thing for me in child actors. Yeah, kid actors r- right now are great. Like, we are yeah, at a funny. great age for child actors, Stranger Things, It, This, uh, so many things that have kid actors right now. They're, the kids are actually good. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know if they're getting better at casting them and finding them, or... You know, who knows? Maybe directors are understanding how to actually work with them. I, I don't really know. Uh, but Samara Weaving was awesome in this. Very charismatic, extremely pretty, kind of just nailed it. She's going to be the next big thing, I think, in horror. She's in uh, Mayhem, which just came out this uh, weekend, and she was in uh, the first season of Ash vs. Evil Dead. So I think she's going to do something. That's some. where I know her from. She's going to do place stuff. her face. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, everyone pretty much like this. Rotten Tomatoes, 71%. Got 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. So we're both saying watch it. If you haven't done it yet, do it. Oh, yeah. Love it. Highly recommend. Here's our second film right here, Happy Death Day. Oh, hey, you're up. Am I in a dorm room? Don't be late. It's your party tonight. Okay, bye. Bye. Happy birthday. And I got a little synopsis for you. 
After a night of hard partying and heavy drinking, a self-centered college student and sorority sister, Tree Gilman, I assume that was her name, wakes up on the morning of her birthday with a serious hangover in the dorm of a guy she doesn't know. As Tree goes about her day, little does she know that everything that happens now, or will happen during the course of the day, is a twisted deja vu of a reality that repeats itself again and again until her brutal murder at the night by a masked madman. Can Tree figure out the killer, or is she stuck in this day forever? Why is your name Tree? I don't know. (laughs) I thought that was... I thought it was a short and something, but then I stayed and watched the credits, and, like, it is just Tree. T-R-E-E. Yeah. I don't don't like that. No. no. (laughs) Yeah, the first time, first couple times they said her name in the movie, I kind of had that, like, cockeyed look like a dog would give you. A dog would give you when you're, like, asking something. I was like, are they saying Tree? And I saw this with Sarah... She's like, I think it is. But, and it kind of just throws you off when you're reading it. Yeah. It's, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I understand that somebody might be named Tree out in this world. That's that's totally fine. I just don't know why this movie chose that. You should see, you should see Matt's face right now. This is like a huge question in his mind. I don't understand. I just don't understand. I why. hope you get like a dry erase board and you come <laughs> up with all these configurations why and, they would yeah. have chose that for like a groundhog day like horror movie why the, her name has to be tree i don't know i whatever whatever well, well you got it out of the way this is basically groundhog day slash horror film slash sort of comedy yeah um also sort of was excited to see this bringing sort of the slasher uh subgenre back to theaters it was exciting to see honestly this to me felt like a uh, Netflix movie or an Amazon 2 where I didn't think someone would put this out in theater and I don't know if it initially was planned like that and then they decided to go with theater but I'm glad they did Uh, I saw this with Sarah this is one she actually picked out which is kind of unusual she doesn't like horror movies this was kind of like the starter kit for it and it worked perfect I had a really good time watching it I laughed I never cried (laughs) (laughs) so I dug it yeah, I thought it was okay. I liked it. I mean, it was, like I was saying, it was exciting to see a slasher movie in theaters again that wasn't, like, a sequel remake or anything like that. That was cool. Um, so I, I went in wanting to like it, and I, I thought it was okay. Um, I think I would have been more interested in an R-rated version of this uh, with a little more blood and a little more creative kills and things like that. But for sort of, like you said, a starter kit horror movie, it's a good time. See, with this one not being rated RPG-13, I never felt like they were lobotomizing it at all, you know? Like, I didn't No, really it didn't feel cut or anything like that. No. I think I just want to see an R-rated version of the concept, maybe, is what I mean. Yeah, and when I was looking up the director, this is directed by Christopher Landon, and he's the one that did The Guest? No, he's the no. one that did uh, Scout's Guide. Scout's Guide to Surviving the Apocalypse... And he did one of the, or wrote a few of the Paranormal Activity movies. Oh, okay. And I love Scout's Guide, as uh, my girlfriend Ashley would call it. It's a, a dude boner fart movie. As a dude boner <laughs> fart movie, it uh, succeeds, I think. All right, well, yeah, I do kind of like those. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, again, this one was well-liked. Rotten Tomatoes, 70%. IMDb, 6.6. So if, if you want a horror starter kit anyone out there who doesn't like horror movies 
I think this is a perfect one. It's PG-13, so you're not going to get any crazy stuff, and it has uh, really likable characters, in my opinion. So, Yeah, if you're watching stuff on, like, MTV, you know, like, I feel like they're Teen Wolves or they're, they're Scream and stuff like that. I feel like this falls into that sort of oh, yeah, definitely. type of yeah. thing. So, like, if you like, like, MTV horror, this is more probably your speed. Something else we did this week, Matt and I both got really lucky to see John Carpenter's anthology tour. Yeah, we got to see Carpenter and his band uh, do a bunch of his themes from his movies with a little clip show behind him, uh, you know, performing live. Pretty crazy thing. Yeah, it w- what was even crazier was uh, I posted a picture of Guess What I'm Watching Tonight, and then you're like, I'll see you there. That tells you how much uh, we, <laughs> I guess, don't talk about our lives sometimes to each other. Well, and then it's like also like obviously, you know, like at the same time, like, duh, we were both going to be there. <laughs> like it's down the street, and it's like uh, um, horror and, yeah, classic stuff like that. So, of course, of course we were both going to be there. Yeah, and it was a, his movie themes from 74 to 98, and I think his album just, just dropped a couple weeks ago. Of yeah, it. yeah. Uh, so I saw some people there getting him signed. I thought they were cool, but I I was a little skeptical going into it. I'm like, well, how is this, you know, how are they going to do this where it's really good? And I'm going to tell you what, I'm glad I was kind of proven wrong. This was an awesome show. Yeah, no, he killed it. He's a rock star. Um, energy kept up the whole time. Uh, the songs rocked. You know, they found a way to make it so that these songs, that some of them were just synth, turned them into sort of rock songs Yeah, with the uh, band. The guitarist was having a really good time, you could tell. Guitarist and drummer just going away. I saw them, like, their faces, and now they're just, like, rocking out mm-hmm. the entire time. Carpenter's kind of being this quirky old man. Yeah. Chewing gum. <laughs> yeah. And he was pointing to a couple people in the audience that was trying to figure out what it was. I think he was just bawling some yeah. people out there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he was having fun up there, and you could tell. It was infectious. Yeah. And they were playing the movies in the background, which, in a couple of them, I got really sucked into the clips while the music was just... I mean, because I, I was right in front of that speaker, mm-hmm. <laughs> just getting blasted with it. And I, I really, really liked two of them a lot. The the Halloween one, which was obvious. That one was so cool when his his son was with him too, just uh, as the synthesizer going to town on that. Did you notice that was his son? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I got really sucked into that one. But that's an obvious one. The other one was They Live. Partly because I just love that movie. Yeah, they they did a great job with the uh, clip show. 
Um, like two years ago, I just went through all of Carpenter's filmography and watched all those movies. So this was like a really cool thing. Bragger! Really cool thing to go through all of it. I'm not bragging, man. That was hard. Um, <laughs> uh, but it was a really cool thing to sort of quickly go through, in an hour and a half, go through all of his movies, or at least the, the hits. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, one, I I kind of completely forgot about, even though I do own the movie, was Assault on Precinct 13. And that one was really cool, too. Yeah, that's it's only a great the theme. second one they did. Yeah, it's a great theme um, and a great movie. Yeah, yeah, really like it. So if you get a chance around wherever they're touring, I, I would definitely see it. Yeah, this is already his second tour, so I'm assuming even after this tour is over, he's going to do it again. Like, this seems to be where he's his interest is nowadays, not so much making movies, but making music. So he'll be back, I think. So if you get the chance to see him, definitely do it. It, it rocked. Yes. Matt, why don't yeah. you update us on Windy City Horrorama Film Festival? So Windy City Horrorama is the uh, film festival that me and my buddy Alex have put together. Uh, he is the... Uh, programmer for the after dark movies in the chicago international film festival um and then obviously i do all the horror society stuff in town uh so yeah we we just came together collaborated and uh, put together a film festival we're gonna try it out we're gonna see how it goes um but we've gotten tons of submissions so far and it all looks like really 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 good stuff um so the the response to this has been fantastic and uh I'm really excited for what we're good because no matter what now at this point whatever we play it's going to be good because we've gotten so much stuff so uh, you're going to be able to come out on April 27th uh, if you're in Chicago at the uh, Davis Theater and it'll be uh, a whole weekend it'll probably be a dozen or so movies and it's all going to be brand new horror stuff so you'll definitely 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 want to come check that out if you're a fan of the genre and even if you're not because this is going to be the top quality indies that everybody's going to be talking about uh as we go into summer and fall and you'll be the first to see them in april so april 27th mark your calendar we're getting great stuff great great stuff so I'm very excited about it. and if you're a filmmaker and you're listening to the submit submissions are still open until uh the end of february get those movies to us we'll watch them and if they're great we'll play them you know, and we'll have you out, and we'll, you know, we'll uh, we'll make it we'll make a day out of it. So definitely uh, check out Windy City Horrorama on Film Freeway, where you can submit your movie, and uh, check us out on all the social medias. We're the only Windy City Horrorama on there. So Film Freeway, yes, Is that it? yeah. Uh, so you said uh, when you guys. When will you actually select your final selections? And are you going to announce them, or will it all be a surprise? It will be announced. You'll be able to buy tickets for each separate movie because, you know, some people can't do the whole weekend. So uh, we'll tell you what movies they are, and you'll be able to buy individual tickets. We'll announce in March. So actually, you'll only have about a month and a half to get ready for what you want to see. But you'll have a month and a half to prepare. Uh, And I can tell you it's all going to be quality stuff, and we're doing it so that stuff isn't overlapping. So you, the only way you'll miss a movie isn't because you want to see another movie. It'll just be because you can't do it. So <laughs> it'll be no overlaps. It'll be a whole weekend. And it's going to be great. Davis Theater is amazing. Um, and it's a great space. Uh, a great space to see a movie. So, yeah, old-timey, old-timey uh, movie house. It'll be real comfortable, real fun. Awesome. All right, so let's get on to... What are we watching next week? And it was picked by you guys. That's right. We we didn't know what we were going to watch no. next week. Uh, 
We've I think we've already sort of abandoned our monthly. <laughs> well, <laughs> we've loosely we've loosened loosely the, did it. We we had a problem um, getting a copy. Uh, Matt here was trying to steal it from anyone he could find it from, mm. but uh, he's a terrible thief. Yes. So we found that out the hard way. Yeah. So I mean, it's okay. You know, we just like watching tapes. So if there's if there's a looser format. Great. Whatever. Well, we, we should also mention that we're trying to find these all in person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're trying to stay away from Amazons and Ebays and Etsy's. Not that I mean those are great ways to get some of these films if you have no other shot. But this one, we looked all the way around, and I guess I can tell you what it was. It was it was planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, we were gonna do it for Thanksgiving, um, but uh, we we looked. Yeah, I mean, the point of the podcast is, like, finding stuff. I yeah. mean, if you, could, if you could just go on Amazon and eBay and order it, then there's no fun in that. So it's about finding the stuff. And also, uh, in our hunts for certain movies, we found other movies yeah. that we really can't wait to talk about. So, like, you know, we're going to loosely have have a form of just having... If you having, could see my desk right now, there's It's littered a, <laughs> with stuff that we're going to watch. There's a VHS and a bunch of VHS or there's a VCR and a bunch of VHS tapes around where as soon as he got here, I'm like, oh, let me show you what I found. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, if we try to limit ourselves too much, we're going to miss out on all the stuff we just picked up. So we got to watch these. And uh, so we had we wanted to do something lighter for the holidays, and we put up a poll. We put up a vote on our Facebook page, which if you don't follow it yet, it's Analog Jones and the Temple of Film on Facebook. Just join the group. Um, and... Uh, we put up a poll with some lighter fare that we had, and the movie that won was Flight of the Navigator. Yes, which I've never even seen a trailer for, so I have oh, no idea what I'm getting into. But yes. I'm gonna go in blind. Oh, it's it's a good one to go in blind. Uh, I mean, 1987 or 86. I don't know. I haven't done all that research yet, but we got some time. But that will be next Friday. Yes. Uh, and uh, I will try to be less sick by then. <laughs> I actually think you did a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. For like day two of my sickness, which should be like the worst of it, I feel like I sound all right. <laughs> all right, guys and gals. Thanks for listening. Take care. See you next time. <laughs>